Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. My people on YouTube are not getting their notifications when we publish a uh, random complaint. Uh, basically, we need to share with the great unwashed about what's going on, truly. Right now, Trump's popularity is surging, and I'll use this as an example because of the persecution by Alvin Bragg and others. But when this reaches the numbers of the great unwashed, they'll just vote on name recognition. Trump will be in trouble because they'll assume with all these potential prosecutions, he must have done something wrong. So we need to really enlighten America, wake them up. So please share this broadcast. It's digital. Share what we do on YouTube. Um, and, I, and everyone else who is putting out the word of freedom I would really encourage you to go with this. Now, we have an interesting show for you today. Uh, we have uh, Doug with us, so that means, hello, the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And we're going to be talking about differences between Russia and China. And Doug and I just did a fantastic interview with Jeff Nyquist, who really is the premier expert on Soviet defectors and what they said was going to happen that has happened. And uh, we just had a terrific show um, about that. We're going to actually talk about some of the elements that Jeff revealed and, and give our take on things and go into more detail and depth because uh, we are, let's put it this way, America's being carved up like a Thanksgiving turkey and it won't be long until we're on the dinner table. And the goal, and I'll just kind of cut to the end here real quick, the goal is extermination of all Americans. And uh, it's not just Jeff saying that. This is something that I've been talking about long before I even knew Jeff. So we're going to get into that here with Doug Thornton. But first of all, I need to tell you this. Um, the food processing plants destroyed. Uh, cows being massacred by tens of thousands. Uh, I can go on and on with the train derailments, uh, the pollution of the crops through the residue from these derailments of toxic chemicals. Uh, it's all doing one thing. It's putting your health in jeopardy. It's also shortening the food supply. Pretty soon, the only food you're going to have is what's in your house. And so you need to put a lot in your house. And uh, the grid will come down when the invasion starts or before the invasion starts. Doug and I have talked about that extensively. And so will you have a way to procure water? Well, you need a good water filtration system. So we're going to kind of package these together. Okay. The food uh, will give you 2,000 calories per day, 25-year shelf life breakfast, lunch, and dinner, lots of diversity. The water will filter out the best that any water filtration system can do in the country. We publish the results at the respective websites. So if you want the food at a reduced price right now, there are specials available. Go to foodwithdave.com. If you want water filtration to prepare for what is coming our way, then you need to go to waterwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. And we'll have a couple other handy tips of things you need to look at as we go through the show. But uh, I can't wait to have this discussion with Doug. We had a pre-air discussion and man, oh man, oh man, is this uh, important stuff. And the average person really is not enlightened to this stuff. You could be well-informed, and a lot of you are, but you probably don't know some of the aspects that we're going to talk about here today on the show. So uh, please, take this in and then share it. Doug, that was a hell of an interview we had with Jeff Nyquist. Yeah, it was uh, It was really nice to be able to speak to Jeff finally. And uh, man, what a what a depth and insight that he has on the Russian defectors. You know, most of the time, I have a lot of questions, and I really didn't have too much for Jeff. I just wanted to sit back and listen. So I, I, uh, I greatly learned a lot, and I can't wait to do it again with him. 
you know, but we do have a, a little bit of differences as everybody does. And, uh, but I think for the most part, Dave, we agreed on just about everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely true. And, and we're looking at a situation where we're, um, um, living out the stuff that he's worked on for decades. This man, Jeff Nyquist, is an encyclopedia about Russian defectors. And Doug and I were talking before the show about how Doug was expressing the belief that some people believe Russian defectors was disinformation to put us off guard uh, and take us off point. And other people believe it is what it is. I'll just say this. Uh, Jeff believes it is what it is. And I think history's on his side because the things he was writing about 30 and 35 years ago is now happening. And it's a direct result of what he was told by the Russian defectors when he interviewed them for many of his books. So uh, I tend to believe the Russian defectors literally. What's your position on it? Do you, do you think they should be interpreted literally or were they misinformation? What do you think? You know what's hard? is to say that the Russian defectors are propagandists and they're here to lie to us and uh, to deceive us, but yet our federal government has been doing that since the 30s. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of the, the pot calling the kettle black there. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, you know, and, and here's my thing. This is This is my simple way to break it down. I believe... You cannot ignore the fact that people within inside the federal government, it's foolhardy to say that people within the establishment business industrial complex, uh, pharmaceutical industrial complex, military industrial complex, your politicians, your governors, you know, even to the low-lying Antifa members are not pro-communist. And there obviously are because at least 20 to 30 Prior congressmen, and I've I've spotted this already, um, are lobbyists for the Communist Chinese Party. Look, we're not saying the Chinese Party, okay? It's the Communist Chinese Party. They they come right out and say it. We are communist. Russia is communist. I don't care what Russia calls itself. Russia is communist. If they're going to yoke up with China, they're going to be in a communist feud together. Right, regardless of if they like each other or not after they get done with us. But I, I believe the defectors, and then I always question, well, is this a ploy? And then I believe some things that our Pentagon says, and then I look back into my history, and I say, I have more documentation. And Dave, you know how much documentation I have. Mm -hmm. I have more documentation of various operations and projects against we the people and to start wars then i do good things right so you know i i believe i believe we've come to a point a crescendo moment now that and jeff actually mentioned this that you're about to start to see politicians and big business people just come right out and say they are in support and members of the communist Chinese party. Not, not, you know, like what we joke about with general Milley and how he said he has to talk to his communist counterpart. I'm talking about general Milley comes out and says, I am defecting. I'm going to the communist Chinese party. But will he do that as a current general in his current state? Or will he do that? As the invasion starts, that's where the real questions are, because nobody in their right mind is going to come right out and say, oh, yeah, by the way, we are all absolutely communist. Yes, you guys have guessed it. You guessed all right. And, uh, yep, deal with it, because that didn't go well for Bernie Sanders. It doesn't go well for AOC. It doesn't go well for Black Lives Matter, and it doesn't go well for Antifa. So why would these extraordinarily popular, well-connected, and rich people come right out, like Jeff said, and just admit that they're part of the Communist Chinese Party, it could only be if they're protected, they know they're protected, and the invasion starts. And I think that's when they go underground. What do you think? Uh, well, according to Trevor Loudon, uh, and Jeff talked about him, and I'm real familiar with his work. Paul Preston knows him well, too. And Trevor Loudon says a lot of that's already happened. It was about six or seven years ago, Trevor Loudon published books. Um, and part of what he uh, revealed 
was 80 Democrats in the House and Senate were either members of the Communist Party or front groups for the Communist Party. And that was several years ago. Kamala Harris was among them. And um, I, I think that what we're looking at here is it's a process that's already underway, Doug. I think you were talking about the end game of it, but I think the process towards that end game is already happening. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm talking about I, I think eventually we're going to have a third party and it's not going to be Democrat. It's not going to re- be Republican. It's going to be communist. And Mitch McConnell will be one of them. Several others will be accounted among that we're not going to drop too many names just yet but um you know i i think you'll have a a third party because quickly communism is is um coming back to style here in america yes but there are many communist countries all over the world there's quite a few communist regimes um and you know you know what's funny is almost every one of them have a commonality you know what it is Rule by fear and terror. Yes. So, you know, if we if we have a communist party here in America, it's not going to be at the benevolence of everybody gets a Social Security check when you're 16 and we all share Donald Trump's money. That's that's not what they're talking about. And, you know, and, and I think you were right to say that Klaus Schwab and George Soros are part of this problem. Um, obviously George Soros has had problems with the communist Chinese for quite a while. And now he's like on their side, I guess. And then Klaus Schwab says that the ideal world or the ideal, uh, country in the world is China. So what does this make us believe the world as we know it is turning communist and we are the last big thumb in the eye to communism. And it's not our government, it's we the people. I don't think they have to conquer the government. I think I think when push comes to shove, when the when they find out, when we all find out, let's say it like that, that we're about to get invaded, okay, either by nukes or by air invasion, whatever, you're gonna see the entire federal government disperse. Continuity of government be enacted, they go underground and you don't hear from them again. And then it'll be up to your local politicians. Hey, man, how many local politicians were on the communist George Soros take? So what do you think all those places? What do you, th- what do you think your state's going to do? Huh? They have already shown their communistic colors, just like many places here in Texas have already shown their communistic colors. Atlanta, you're screwed. Chicago, you're done for. I mean, Portland, Washington State, come on, guys, you already know where you stand. California, you're done with. New York, you're done with. Maryland's gone. New Jersey's gone. Pennsylvania, at least the southern part of Pennsylvania, closest to the Tri-Cities, that's gone. I mean, there's there's a whole smorgasbord of, uh, of areas here where the elite are that I would say would quickly throw up the Red Star. I mean, quickly, like we're uh, here's my white my white flag uh, with a red star on it. You know, we are neutral and on your side. But you and I have discussed this before. They're useful idiots. They'll be used as long as they can be used. And then they'll probably be killed. Most likely be killed. I think um, I think an important thing to talk about is what happens when the Chinese get here. Now, we all agree that the Chinese mentality is extraordinarily brutal. Um, And I'll let you talk about this, but uh, the report that came out that 80% or more of the military was completely willing to murder uh, men, women, and children. Uh I kind of wonder, you know, would they go the death camps, concentration camp route and is that what's already being established by FEMA? Is that what's already being established by our own government so that those policies are in place, the agencies are in place, the structures are in place, and um, and very quickly they could snap um, and, and create these camps, and that's where the political dissidence goes. And, and, and when you go to these camps, one of two things happens. One, you go to a work camp to get processed, and they hire you out to work. That's what the Nazis did. 
um, they they would uh, the SS would actually rent out uh, forced labor. So unskilled workers was like one mark a day, and uh, one Reichsmark a day, and then skilled labor was I think four to five uh, Reichsmarks an hour to be able to have skilled labor. So that's like technicians and engineers. That's what Werner von Braun and uh, Otto Ambrose had. So how quickly would that happen here in America? I think actually you would take advantage of that very quickly while you have a workforce that's capable. You would want to take advantage of that. But, but you know, once again, man, we're, we're talking about they have to conquer we the people. And that, I think, is going to be a fight that they're not ready for either. Go ahead, Dave. Um, it's To me, it's real simple. The Wee Fang, former defense minister of China, and leaked transcript to people like the late Paul Martin, uh, John Moore, and myself, and others, uh, was real clear. He called for absolute genocide against the American people. He specifically said race-specific bioweapons. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time um and i think that's a cya because uh, uh, jeff dyquist addressed that in our interview um he said that they may think that the 14 million chinese that are here have been compromised by the american lifestyle and they need to be exterminated but it's a hot topic so I think Wee Fang was covering himself there, but their intention to commit genocide has been the policy of the last three defense ministers. So this isn't anything that's new. This dates back to 2004. And so when they come here, we asked Jeff about this. Um, I think it's going to be chemical and biological. He thinks it's going to be more at the end of the barrel of a rifle. Um, I think the rifle part will be the cleanup part. But I think the mass casualties will come from the chemical. What do you think? Well, the U.S. intelligence community um, back in 2015 already stated that they know that China has at least 42 facilities for weapons grade research, development, production and testing of biological agents. And go ahead and throw chemical in there. Um, 
I think if you look at some of the old Soviet germ warfare programs, uh, the hemorrhagic fever, that's a big one. You know, the Soviets were suspected uh, to have two separate epidemics of hemorrhagic fever that went all across the country in the 1980s. And um, that was supposedly caused by a lab leak um, from Chinese scientists who were weaponizing um, uh, diseases for their virality. So they've, they've all been doing it. We've been doing it. Iran's been doing it. The, the UK's been doing it. Um, I, I think you in war, you use the weapons you have. And a war, unless you mean for it to be this way, a war is not meant to be drug out like we did uh, Vietnam and Afghanistan and Iraq, these 20-year wars. That's not how wars fought. Could you imagine a 20-year World War One or World War II? You know, th- there would be nobody left, right? So, you know, ev- eventually we have to understand that if the Chinese come over here, their goal is to close with and destroy with the maximum, the maximum efficiency as soon as possible. And in my mind, you can't do that with the lights on. You can't do that while Americans are eating. We have air conditioning. We can fill up our cars. We can go to the store and buy guns and bullets. And hey, by that time, you're probably not buying anything, right? Let's let's go ahead and admit that. You're just taking it. Um, But while we have the ability to have um, life-sustaining electronic capabilities, that's going to be a hard fight. So still in my mind, I think a huge cyber attack or at least um, a multifaceted uh, decapitation of our electric grid would happen simultaneously. And that could be from infiltrated groups that have been coming across the border, thanks to Joseph Stalin Biden. It could be from clandestine operations from the Spetsnaz who are already here. It could be from other sympathetic organizations like Antifa, Hell, dealing with Antifa on the West Coast, we have been there and seen how they attack the infrastructure. Um, and in Kings County, more especially up there in Washington. So there's a lot of capabilities. Um, but I don't know the complete effectiveness of biological warfare when it comes to attacking an entire country. Now, Jeff said something I was going to mention it, Dave, and damn it, I didn't. But he said that, you know, probably one of the best ways to do it would be to hit in the jet airstream because mm-hmm. in, yeah. in the ways in the ways in the 50s to 80s, what we were doing was creating different types of bombs, airburst bombs and cluster bombs to develop these biological and chemical agents. But there was a I can't remember the name of the program, but there was a program where we were actually injecting the sky with fungal bacteria. To see what it would do, to see how far it could be carried. And they did it in Alaska, and then they did it in two other places here in mainland America. And they found the remnants, um, they found the remnants of this biological agent in almost all 50 states. And they were specifically, um, they, they targeted a farm, they were targeting cattle farms. They didn't ask anybody, by the way, they just did it. They sprayed right over it and then kept moving. And so they kept track of the cattle. They kept track of the spread. And, um, and yeah, within, uh, uh, gosh, I want to say it was uh, within a month, almost the entire country had it because it was recirculating above our atmosphere. So I, I don't know what type of disease exactly would survive that high up in the atmosphere mixed in with all the other different chemicals in the air and then falling down. But if you could manufacture something and just fly over the country and spray, well, for one thing, you're going to have to have probably hundreds of airplanes to be able to have that type of an operation. Uh, Because if you've seen how they, you know, they do the, uh, the cloud seeding in the skies um, those you know trails, those chemtrails that they have, they don't last too too long, all right. So you're going to have to have quite a bit of refuels and refits. And where are they going to land? 
And who's going to who's going to be putting it into the airplane? That that means that it would have to be here in the United States if you're going to do that. So, you know, unless it's just one big, huge coordinated thing where you hit the West Coast and you let the you let the jet stream take it from the West Coast to the East Coast. And then you just sit back and wait, which is something you and I have pondered. Right. If you're going to invade America, why would you want to have such an attrition rate of fighting Billy Bob and all of his cousins? When you can just seize the ports, seize the northern and southern border, l- allow the Civil War to commence, allow the biological agents to, to kill people, and just the, the maddening of, of the, uh, the violence will, will just it will be unprecedented. And then you come in when the target is softened up. That's still, that's still my mindset. What say you? Uh, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, I do agree with what Jeff said about the, the chemical dispersion aspect of it. I think that's very likely. And I know that uh, that, that has been looked at in the past as a dispersal agent in chemical and biological, biological warfare against our opponents. Um, you know, I think all bets are off in terms of being able to predict accurately what's coming because I think it's fluid. And what I mean by fluid is I think there's so many contingencies, Doug, that we can't say exactly how it's going to go down, just that it is going to go down. One of the striking things that Jeff said in our interview was uh, something I've been saying since he took office. Uh, In the first week when he had done all the damage to the energy in this country, canceling the Keystone Pipeline among them, I said, this guy is out to destroy the country. It's not a matter of democratic philosophy. He's intentionally destroying the country. And I said, this is Bolshevik communism. And I said that before February rolled around after he was inaugurated. So it took me maybe about a week to really realize this guy's bad news. And then Jeff came on yesterday and said that documents uh, produced by Russians uh, said where he proclaimed to the communists, I'm your guy. I'm my guy. That's why he's in power. Yeah, I would love to get my hand on those documents, but I don't think we need to have them. I think I think uh, the fruits of his works are showing us that he is a rotten tree, rotten tree producing rotten fruits, and he's poisoning the entire land around him. And and you know, to be able to have such a great, powerful, overly capable nation of overcoming almost all kinds of diversity. Racism, sexism, um, you know, all, all this different types of stuff that we say that we have accomplished, you know, that that we we created all this stuff. We are the light of the free world. Who is the free world? There isn't a free world as long as America is here. These are the mantras that we like to say. Right. Yeah. But we all sit back and allow Joe Biden to destroy our country, to turn it reprobate. I mean, the wickedness sitting in the high places. I was listening to Pastor David Langford this morning, got me all motivated. Um, you know, I and I'm seeing this and, and I say this is this is such a spiritual war with physical um, uh, problems. Right. We're, we're dealing with these problems. And you can't tell me that there's not a Luciferian satanic occult behind all this at this point, because this man is not for freedom. I mean, it, there's something to be said about Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden and all these other jackasses who say we have to get rid of the America first people. Like that, that what they straight up said was we have to get rid of these constitutional loving, gun loving, uh, Jesus worshiping Christians. That might as well been what they said. Well, guess what? The Chinese will be here to do it. Well, it's already been done for us. You know, I spoke about this on John Moore's show, and I said that um, you've got the betrayal of America first candidates for what you just described, pro-Jesus, pro-Constitution, rule of law, family values, and so forth. Okay, so you have a war being waged against them already, where pastors are being arrested for praying in public about uh, stopping abortion. And you also have the 501c3s affecting churches and compromising pastors. Uh, So you have Christianity already under attack. And then you you have uh, liberties under attack like no one's business. And and where where is this all headed? 
this is all headed with uh, rule in government by decree, not by constitution. And that's just how Merrick Garland's managing the Justice Department. Alvin Bragg's prosecution of Donald Trump is prime example of that. Trump hasn't even had a crime elucidated for him. 34 counts of what? BS based upon BS, and it doesn't even have an underlying federal crime. But you're charging ancillary events to a federal crime that you don't specify. See, this is rule by decree. And this is the undermining of our system. So I'm saying to you, this is already happening. They're dismantling America. They're dismantling the education system. You have first graders learning about how to perform oral sex. You have drag queen shows. And these people are putting kids on their laps. I mean, it's so disgusting. I want to puke. We are going through a complete and simultaneous Bolshevik communist revolution, Nazi enforcement techniques, and a Maoist cultural revolution to turn our values upside down. We're having all three elements uh, imposed simultaneously on this country. I want to make a correlation here. Stop me if you think I'm I'm paranoid. Do you think the the Russians and the Communist Chinese Party did what we did to Nazi Germany in the 40s with Operation Paperclip, and that they've already performed their own paperclip on people here in America. Like when when we invade, these are the people we need to capture, interrogate, and we need to get state secrets and technological advanced secrets from them. Because I do. And I think there's a I don't know. I think there's a there's a great moment of pause when I when I look at this and I slowly start to connect all the dots and my mind tells me they've been on the payroll. A lot of these like Google, um, YouTube, all these people, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you know, they all went to China and created their own platform for China that is specifically for the communist Chinese uh, restrictions. Why would you do that? And, and we're talking about people that are all Americans. It's called beta testing in China, which you're going to do to America to bring it down. Mm-hmm. So all these technological savants that we have here. I mean, how much money does it take to pay off somebody to betray your countrymen? Not very much. You can sleep with a Chinese spy like Swalwell. Um, to $25 million a year for uh, um, the head of the Republicans in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, um, whose wife's in-laws control the six major ports in China. And then you got Mark Kelly taking tens of millions of dollars from China, senator from Tucson, Arizona. Um, It just, it doesn't stop. I mean, it's just like the Chinese are probably printing money out of thin air and and basically paying off our politicians. This is a good time to interject this, though. The Brager report that was issued uh, by Jackie Brager on behalf of the Thaler Laws, not uh, Thaler Harris nonpartisan law firm, um, showed 120,000 pages of evidence covering 25 states, including the one I live in in Arizona, where cartel members and phony real estate companies that don't exist are engaged in money laundering by overinflating real estate values, skimming off the money, paying politicians to do their bidding. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. They also fund lawyers' rise to power and judgeships so they control them so no one can come after the regime. And so what you have is one big cesspool of organized crime, and this describes my state, and according to the Brager Report, it describes 25 other states. Doug, I come back to this, and I'm saying this is the Maoist cultural revolution being imposed on America, and it's run 
uh, like the Bolshevik communists did. And then you also have Nazi enforcement techniques from the NDAA to the Patriot Act. Yeah, I mean, somebody decided to combine all the effective means of control, which is what communism is all about. Socialism is all about. It's about control. Somebody has effectively combined all these things together and has reintegrated it into American society. You can see elements of Nazism with the left, the transgender, uh, Black Lives Matter, all, you know, Antifa movements. Um, I mean, there if if the left had a certain hand signal, they'd all be doing it right. They'd all be they would all Zieg Heil together gladly. Um, and then you have these propaganda movements that are, you know, from obviously things that I think uh, Operation Mockingbird did a very good job with was letting the intelligence agencies in the White House tell mainstream media what you will say and what you will not say and what side you will support and what side you will condemn. So, you know, I mean, there's a to pull the strings on this puppet a little bit more. It's you have to have a few more things inserted into society, a few more laws like the Restrict Act. If they can get the Restrict Act passed. I can't say that on this program. We're screwed. Absolutely. The communists have won at that point in time because you're. Your ability to communicate freely was just hampered. Now, I know some people will say this is only for VPNs or this is only for a few other things. you got to understand, guys, that when you give these people an inch, they take the entire football field, the entire thing. They will not stop the moment you, com- you, uh, you, you, you compromise. They'll go forward. And they will when, – when people on the right – and Christians will try to use sympathetic compassion, and we will try to be agreeable, um, and we'll try to find a mutual ground so that America can stay united. The left does not care for that one bit at all, could care less about your Jesus, about your guns, because they got guns too. They already have their God. His name's Xi Ping. Um, they, they, they cannot allow us to have power or to even have power over ourselves, they have to have it all and they won't agree with you. They're not going to sit down with you. They're, they're not going to mediate things with us. You know, when, and this is what Jeff was saying. When the Chinese come here, they're going to kill everyone, everyone, every church will be burned. Every person will be persecuted. And the, the prosecution of their war will be, exterminatus it will be to kill everyone because there can only be china there can only be the communist chinese party but i mean eventually they're going to have to have the same problem with russia because russia has a large amount of christians within their country so either russia is going to have to completely betray you know 50 to 60 percent or more of their own uh their own countrymen and start burning down their orthodox churches or China's going to have to do it. So, and and this is one of the this is one of the strange things. Like, does does Russia really want to go to war with the United States? Personally, I don't think they do. I don't think anybody wants to go to war with the U.S. or Russia because we have too many nukes, too many weapons, and too many idiots in charge who are more than willing to blow each other up. China, on the other hand, will gladly make us kill each other so that they don't have to do it. I think we can expect some sort of a false flag either happening in Russia or happening in Ukraine that will affect Russia, that will make Russia have to take the offensive movement into Ukraine, into Europe, which will engage. And this is what I wanted to bring up yesterday with Jeff, but we ran out of time, which will engage the already staged American troops in Poland and um, throughout Scandinavia and some of the other places in the Baltics. And I think, for one thing, that's where all the missing military equipment went. All the missing military equipment that the Ukrainians are saying they don't have, 
It's sitting in Poland and, and in the other Baltic regions. It's not meant for them. It's meant for us when we get there. We're pre-staging. We may give them a couple Humvees every now and then. Here's a Bradley. Go knock yourself out, kid. But we're not giving you all of our stuff. Because when we need to come there to, to get into the fight, the last thing we need is an aircraft carrier plus uh, an entire fleet filled with all of our munitions and all of our weapons of war that is going to be floating across um, the Atlantic potentially for a target for Russia. Because, you know, that's that's really showing them that, you know, we're we're about to come into the war. And instead, we're going to have all of our equipment there already. And I think that's what uh, Germany and Switzerland are doing by giving them all their tanks. All right. They're lining up all the stuff around Ukraine so that the day that everybody agrees it's time to get in there and to, quote, take over Ukraine, that's what's going to happen. I think Putin sees that, too. I think Putin sees that. What do you think? Well, I will say this. I, I, you know, I think you're probably right, but I can say this with certainty. Russia is waiting for China to make the uh, first move so as to weaken any Russian uh, opposition because America will have to commit resources to the South China Sea and the Western Pacific. That's, and we that's, can't. that's my feeling is that they'll wait uh, to where they have an advantage, which is smart yeah. on their part. Yeah, and we, and we can't fight a multiple front war. We've already admitted that. Yeah, and I want to tell you this, too. This is, uh, you know, and I wish I could have got this out yesterday, but there was so much to cover with Jeff. Uh, the uh, other thing that we need to talk about here is uh, Macron traveled to Beijing. Um, and we know that France and Germany get squeezed on natural gas shipments out of Russia. And in 2014, I predicted that NATO would break up because of Germany, uh, the UK, and France's dependence on natural gas. And I think Macron's move is to preserve his country financially against Russian sanctions, and he's forming a partnership with with China. And if you form a partnership with China, by default, you're forming a partnership with their ally, Russia. And Germany's making similar overtures. I think that NATO will soon be defunct in terms of its main memberships, which are France and Germany. And the U.K. may follow, too, because I remember the U.K. defense minister came out prior to the winter and they said, aren't you worried about people uh, having no energy for the winter season coming up? He goes, yeah, we kind of expect about 10,000 people to freeze to death. So I think all three nations could very well leave NATO, and that will definitely change the dynamics. Well, there's, a, there's a, another dynamic here. I think, because obviously we just lost um, the, the allyship of Saudi Arabia. They went to the BRICS nations, along with Mexico. And something in me tells me that we're going to be setting up Saudi Arabia for some sort of attack, um, terrorist attack, whatever you want to call it. Something's going to happen in Saudi Arabia as retribution. Listen to this. Explosive court filing from the Guantanamo Military Commission. A court considering the cases of defendants accused of carrying out the 9-11 terrorist attacks on, on New York has seemingly confirmed the unthinkable. Two of the hijackers were being closely monitored by the CIA and may, wittingly or not, have been recruited by Langley long before they flew planes into the World Trade Center buildings. Now, this came out from RT, so Russia Times. I think... There's a good possibility that China and Russia are going to start doing a WikiLeaks dump of black site operations that they have been able to get their moles into the Pentagon and into the CIA and get information that nobody is supposed to know about. And they're going to release it. And they're going to show that America is the biggest problem in the world. I said this a few years ago. I want to say it one more time. I think there's going to come a day when at the United Nations, you are going to have member states that are going to be going there and they are going to be giving all of their different evidence that the CIA and the U.S. government has done these black side operations in their country to defraud them, to bankrupt them, to take their resources, to take advantage of them, which is exactly what China's doing. Um, but 
you're going to have so many countries come out that everybody is going to point at, at America. We're that one drunken guy in the bar that just keeps drinking and singing karaoke louder until we start like pushing people and then the fight starts and everybody's going to single us out. And all of our allies are going to leave us because we don't have a dollar anymore. So if we can't pay for your allies, well, they're going to go to the next best bet, and that's the BRICS nations. That's that's where I go with this. More documents are going to come out like this, though. Well, I think one thing your comment encapsulates the fact that this is an economic war above all else. It's digital versus the BRICS. And if France and Germany desert NATO, they're kind of signaling the fact that they're going with the BRICS uh, since China is. And then you look at Canada. Uh, Trudeau has totally capitulated to Xi Jinping as foreign troops on his soil in British Columbia. So he has capitulated to China. Uh, what I'm what I'm getting to here, Doug, is pretty soon America will stand alone. Yes, yes, absolutely. And the BRICS nations will, too, go to digital currency. I think at first what they want to do is they want to look like the strong man. Um, hey, look, we're actually going to have gold and silver uh, as value to our yuan or whatever you know the BRICS nation's uh, currency will eventually be. And then once that's dispersed worldwide and everybody gets on that system, like everybody got on the petrol dollar, it will quickly go to a digital currency. And they'll say, well, people are manipulating the, the currency and printing stuff and counterfeit, and we can't have that. So digital currency immediately. And it's already been set up. It's been set up like because Ukraine's going digital currency. America's going digital currency. Uh, Scandinavia is. Uh, Europe is. China is. So, you know, I, I think that's the eventuality. But they need to have their digital currency, not ours. Once again, it's all about power and control. And, yeah, for, yeah. and for complete victory, we cannot have anything at all. Otherwise, you don't have victory. Interesting. Well, you brought up the U.N., and you said that Americans could have their own version of the Nuremberg trials is effectively what you're saying. And I agree with you. But I want to take this a step further. I want to show you the, the world the U.N. wants to bring you. Once the fall of America is complete, and assuming there's any of us left alive, which is really in question with China's intentions, but let's assume we're left alive. This is the kind of world you're going to live in. I want to read to you from a title of a YouTube video I produced yesterday. The United Nations, UNAIDS, okay, which is one of their operating arms, and the IJC, one of their operating arms, report recommends a ban on all restrictions, including age, for sexual relations. They're legalizing pedophilia, sex yep. trafficking. Yep. That's the world you're going to be living in, folks. We will be in the days of Noah. Yeah, well, well, men will call evil good and good evil. And, you know, I mean, we, we could get a little sci-fi with this, but AI is quickly becoming the next super weapon. And I believe will be a, a worse weapon, or should I say a more effective weapon than the nuclear threat, the mutually assured destruction. Um, and I, I think whoever it is that's, that is the leading holder of AI will most certainly be one of the most dangerous nations in the world. Um, but how quickly can AI turn on it on a, on you know its own handlers? We're already learning that AI is being taught to lie, that AI is being taught to ignore facts because it's you know it's leftists who are creating it. Um, and if the communists create AI, well, what do you think that AI will be? It will be a communistic AI. I mean, there's you know it's whoever writes the codes for it. That's how it acts. So. You know, I I think in short, this 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 potential war that we're talking about is going to go kinetic super fast. Oh, hey, let's bring up a fun fact. China has been experimenting with its own troops. Remember this, Dave? China has been has been altering the DNA of their own troops to try to create super soldiers. 
We don't really know what that means, but you and I have both taken uh, martial arts before. Could you imagine if you just had a couple few extra um, fast twitch fiber muscles or if your your mind could sense a strike coming like that sixth sense, but it was more enhanced, right? Um, you don't have to create 10-foot-tall Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator men. You just need people who are more uh, capable of endurance and complex thought on the go. That's really a super soldier within itself. You know, I mean, that's that's why our most elite special operations guys are all triathletes. They're all incredibly intelligent, speak multiple languages. You know, within the combat actions group, uh, CAG, that's the Delta Force, you know, many of these guys have master's degrees, multiple master's degrees in business and accounting and engineer and electrical. You know, they speak multiple uh, languages. These guys can run 10, 20 miles without stopping. Uh, you know, that's that is a super soldier. The goal is to have all of your guys to be that. And if you can't train them in time, but you can genetically alter them. Well, when eventually it comes to the major fist fight of having to have a all out infantry war, like what's going on in Ukraine with the uh, with the Ukrainian army and the Russian army. Well, if you can outthink your enemy on the foot and you can out endure them, that means you can go longer without sleep. You can run longer and still uh, keep your heart rate down. You can think more clearly on the battlefield. You already have a huge advantage. That's why we give uh, uh, members of the armed forces drugs, like uh, you know, speed and all these other things, is to keep you awake, to make you more alert. Go well, ahead. Speed definitely has uh, um, applications here for obviously for endurance and frenetic activity that would come in useful in combat. But I think it almost makes one reckless, too, and that's not a good thing when you're in conflict. I learned that in my martial arts days. The uh, the thing I'd respond to in general here, though, is I, I see simultaneous psyops going on, too. Um, there's the swan song of, hey, just take a little money from China. No big deal. We're just compromising a little bit. America's still America. It's okay. I think that describes most politicians that take payoffs. Then there are those uh, that Trevor Loudon uh, discovered. They are the inner circle of this betrayal, and they are very much hail Hydra. You know, we're here for communism. It's the new age, the new world. It's the new movement. There's actually um, a show on TV right now on uh, uh, Netflix. It's called Night Agent, and, and I've, I've watched it over a period of time, um, last several days, and they're working against senior government officials trying to assassinate a president and cover up their crimes, and they want to bring in a new form of government uh, to save America, so to speak. And this is what we're looking at here, folks. These people are dedicated to a new ideology. They believe the Constitution is an outdated document. They're trying to uncouple the people from it, and that's a psyop on one end. The other psyop is to keep you preoccupied with poverty. Sixty percent of Americans uh, can't uh, meet expenses by the end of the month. I mean, they're facing a a real hardship the last week or so of their monthly budgets. So that keeps people busy and uninvolved. And then you vilify the people who are making a difference. The Liz Harris's, the Carrie Lakes, uh, Donald Trump, people like that. They go after those people and keep them busy on multiple fronts and vilify them in their mainstream media so people won't unite behind them and their causes. So we're seeing multiple psyops at the exact same time. So what do you think the elections are going to be then? Because, you if know, we, if we have them, them, I want to if preface we have them, if yeah. we have them. Um, I, I'll predict these candidates. 
I think it's going to be, uh, and people, this is not what I'm hoping for, so don't give me the big thumbs down because I say what you don't want to hear. I don't want to say what you're going to hear. Gavin Newsom, I believe, will be the presidential candidate for the Democrats. I've been saying that for a few months now. And I think on the other side of the coin, it's very likely because of all the prosecutions of Trump that Kevin McCarthy, who's pretending to be a conservative, pretending will become the GOP nominee. That's what I think is going to happen. And you have a rhino running against a communist. I also believe, too, if Donald Trump uh, were survives all these legal assaults, and he's the candidate, Tulsi Gabbard is a fake conservative. People do not believe a word she says. She trained in the Young Global Leaders Program. Oh, but now I can't be part of the Democrats. They're just, oh, they're about the war, and they're about terrible anti-American things. Well, you were part of that, Tulsi. She She's for post-term abortion, uh, gun control. She's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. In addition to the World Economic Forum, here's what I believe. She, and I think it's likely... Kirsten Cinema, who quit the Democratic Party but is as liberal as the day is long, may form a third political party, a la Ross Perot. Not one that can win, but enough of one that will take some conservative votes away from Donald Trump and hand the presidency to Gavin Newsom. Now, if it's not going to be Kirsten Cinema in that second VB position, I think the announcement of Kennedy Jr., fits that bill as well too he may have good things to say about vaccine uh, uh, being deadly that's true but he is still a democrat and you can't trust him any farther than you can throw him and he might be the number two in a third party simply designed to split the vote see this happened in 1912 when uh, roosevelt had taken a term off to go hunting Af uh, african elephants he comes back and he tells taft i want you to stand down i want the gop nomination and they had a big fight roosevelt's people walked out of the convention and taft won the nomination by a narrow var margin on the other side you have a total communist in woodrow wilson that he basically, Doug, um, was for the Federal Reserve, uh, for the uh, popular election of senators, which I'm totally against. Uh, I like the way they did it before because it kept them out of politics. And I could go on and on. But Woodrow Wilson was an absolute communist that got us into World War One for profit. And he wouldn't have won had the Republican Party not been split. This is what we're facing I think potentially in the 2024 election. And on that lengthy explanation, my friend, we are approaching time here. I think we've given enough to the people to think, but we don't give enough credit to your work here. So I wanted to give you a, a minute or so to talk about where people can find you. So the American Vindictive Show is at gsradio.net. We are on between 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time frame. We have these type of conversations. I go over a tremendous amount of historical stuff, political stuff, and you may hear some preachy stuff every now and then. Um, but, you know, the, the whole thing is to glorify God, and uh, God is on our side. So do not fret, my friends. Make sure that you're staying in your prayer closet. Um, I, I do want to announce that I do have a tactical training course that's going to be happening at Robert Griswold's Ready-Made Resources. That's going to be June 23rd, 24th, 25th. It's $850 for three days of 10 hours worth of training a day, so 30 hours of training. We're going to be doing daytime training, nighttime training. You're going to get to use thermal optics, night vision devices. We have a special forces medic, a good friend of mine, Steve Reyes. He's going to be there giving intense uh, medical classes. We're going to teach uh, survival and evasion stuff. I mean, we're trying to jam-pack everything together in one course so that people can walk away with a little bit of confidence because, man, I think the time is growing very short that you're going to need this type of information and training. So if you'd like to come out, uh, it'll be on the ready-made resources website. You can go and sign up now. And if you want to, you can email me at AmericanVindictiveShow dot, uh, excuse me, AmericanVindictiveShow at gmail.com for further information. Yeah, good job summarizing all that. And when is this going to occur again? 
June 23rd, 24th, 25th. Your arrival date would be uh, Thursday, and then your departure date would be you know Monday or whenever you want. It's a beautiful area if yeah. you want to, you know, like a week of a vacation. It's a gorgeous area, and okay. get some training in there. All right, that sounds really good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of my broadcast partner here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report, I'm Dave Hodges. Uh, you've been listening to the Common Sense Show Radio Broadcast Network, and we want to thank you for joining us. And uh, stand tall, stand up for America, stand up for God. We're a nation under judgment. We need to start by reversing that. We'll see you all back here again next time. God bless everybody. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.